The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. I always notice that it's about that 15-second period when those wonderful Robbie jingles start. Yeah. Before every what? segment that I I like I put my headphones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then because my headphones are on, I can't hear what's going on in the room. Yes. And that's where eight times out of ten, which would also be four times out of five. Math, Robbie. All fractions. Yeah. That's when Robbie smiles, looks at you, and then looks at me, and you look at him and look at me and then smile, and then you guys put your headphones on. Right. Lots Which, of times what I'll do is... Yes, I, this is what I want to know. What's happening? Because well, well, I can't hear it, but you I guys know. are laughing like, <laughs> good lots, one. Lots of times what we'll do is we'll <laughs> we'll tell jokes while you have your headphones on. Sometimes, <laughs> actually, while we're on the air and the intro is playing, <laughs> your mic will be on. <laughs> I'll just shut <laughs> shut yours off and insult me it's all true. the time <laughs> and i just try to make robbie laugh really hard when when the mic's his mic turns on i'm just like saying something really outrageous right <laughs> right because you can't hear that's right right so yeah. i just shut it off <laughs> that happens quite often well i feel like i've got megan in the room now mm-hmm. you know where pat used to be now megan is here i feel like i've got megan who's a little torn because she's like, does he know what they're saying? Oh, but Megan likes a good joke. But then she starts <laughs> oh, yeah. smiling and laughing as well. <laughs> yeah. I found that lately, though, it's been me that's the brunt of the joke. Have you so. been taking what? it now? Yeah. They yeah. gang up on it's people. It's actually all Robbie. You they gang do. up on me. I, Dylan. You guys do sometimes. We gang up on each other. Yeah. That's That's kind of the fun of it. We gang up most on Pepper. Am I the one? Well, on the show. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. But we're all guilty of it. Yeah, oh, we've yeah. ganged up on everyone. I mean, it's here. been 17 years, Megan. So sometimes, like, I'm oh, fighting I back know. now. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's all. You're just you know? new jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, I like to poke fun at Megan because she's a good sport. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And there are some times where the mics are off where Pepper won't say anything. He's just wrapped up in other things. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to have Megan here to just joke around with. Right. Sure. <laughs> so it's fun. But I can always tell when you're guilty of saying something, poking fun of me. Mm hmm. Because of the way you look at me, you look at Dylan and smile, and then Dylan looks at you and looks at me, looks back at you and smiles. Yes. And as somebody who's been born, you know, draped in insecurity, sure. I'm like, oh my God, what, what did they say? What, 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 what was it? What did I do? What did I do? What, right. What, 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 what's <laughs> happening? What do you know that I don't know? What, what's going on? And then you just laugh. And sometimes you'll turn the mics on. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just hear you finishing a laugh from something that happened. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, my God. What's so funny? Honestly, it happens something so often. I don't even remember what what's happened going on. today. I don't even remember. <laughs> you don't remember what happened two minutes ago. Not a clue. But, I mean, it, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and discount that it was probably about you. Oh, of course. That's I'm not going to deny that. The thing the that thing, I love, though, after 17 years is the, thick, uh, the, the thickness of my skin. It's like a turtle shell now. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like I yeah, just yeah. come to accept it. In fact, I'd feel more insecure if you just looked at me and nodded <laughs> and said, ready to go. Right. You know? Yeah. What the heck was it we were saying? I can't even remember. Well, it started with. Oh, uh, here we go. Now, do I want to hear this? Oh, no. Gosh. Yeah. No. Never mind. I do remember. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Okay. It, it was just, it's too big of an inside joke that Megan wouldn't have got it. But yeah. if you heard just what we said, yeah. it would throw you for a loop. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> All I said is, oh, Megan's probably shaking her head right now. 
Okay. But don't worry, Megan. It's a story for another day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So nothing. Nothing bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad at all. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. What's happening? What's the big plan for you today there, Dylan? Oh, getting the winter shoes on. New winter boots. They're tires. Yep. You know, when you call them shoes and boots... Are you confused? Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting my winter tires changed How out over at Sherwood Park Toyota. Do you call in a favor to get those on? It feels like. I do talk to Art. You do? And I do ask him if uh, I can come by. Is he like he is in the commercials, Art Angelski from Sherwood Park he's, Toyota? No, no. He's one of the, he's an awesome guy. Does honestly. he say, hey, Dylan? <laughs> uh, and is Jenny right there going, shut up, Mark? No, no. no it's, that's not like it, what Listen, it is. Listen, I don't like. know if Jenny's real, to okay. be honest. Uh, I've never met her. Everyone says that she's real. Doesn't she work in the accounting department there or something? Apparently. Yeah, yeah I just, uh, I've never been in the accounting offices. Right. No one's ever introduced me. I ask for an introduction every time I go come in. Right. Always busy. Okay. Always doing something. All right. So I'm not sure on whether or not she's real. Okay. Uh, Art is. He's a genuinely really, really nice guy. Right. He normally doesn't call, uh, say, hey, Dylan. He calls me some sort of name. <laughs> We're back, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, heavy around. He's he's awesome. Shut up, Art. <laughs> I don't. Is that how she sounds? Jenny? Poor Art. I don't I, think th- she says that's that. That's how she sounds in my head. I don't think it's that bad, but when I hear it, I just hear two people bickering all the time, back and forth. <laughs> and think, then yeah. me going like this, I need a Camry. <laughs> I, I don't know why that, why that works. It, it <laughs> does. It, hey, everybody. We're back <laughs> making a radio commercial. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> and then I'm just like, Corollas? Hell yeah. Get yourself a Prius, honestly. What a weird way. So you're getting your winter tires on? Yeah, winter tires on. Going to get the oil changed and then find out if there's anything wrong with the car. You know when that happens? When you always when you when you bring it in, they change your oil, and then they say, like, hey, something's up. Uh-huh. And, you're, and, and it's oh. one of the most uh, disheartening things ever because right now, as it sits here at 617 in the morning, yeah. I don't think anything's wrong with it. Nothing's up. No. As far as I know, <laughs> that car drives fine. <laughs> yes. Next thing they tell you is something's going on, and yeah. then I, I, you always are sitting there. They're the experts. Need a new Johnson rod. Oh, the Johnson ah, rod. It's yes. happening. I'm going to have to get one. If I have one, I have to get one. Took my uh, uh, my daughter has uh, a tire that's uh, it had like a seal that went on it or something like that. And um, when she got these new tires, if you take it back to where you get it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll repair it. No problem. Mm-hmm. So we called the tire place because it was like she was in the hospital for four days. It just ran completely flat. Um, and we said, hey, yeah, we bought tires for me. Can, can you repair this real quick? They're like, yeah, we're booking into the last week of November. Yeah. Yikes. And I was like, to repair a tire? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could bring it in first thing in the morning. We might get to it the next day or two. That's how busy everybody is with winter tires yeah, right now. To repair a tire. Right. Well, yeah, and we we at least we've only had what like the two snowfalls, kind of, right? Yeah, so we're in a good position, which is a good time to tell you, booking. Mr. Loop, no appointment necessary. Oh yeah, for your winter tires. There service. you go. Who's this, Robbie? This is our friend who owns a puppy and has a very big warning for you. Good morning. Good morning. Is that code for Robbie? Forgot your name, or you didn't tell him your name? Uh, I couldn't hear anything because you guys were talking. So, uh, I just put yeah. uh, what's your name? It's Matt. Okay, so you have a puppy, Matt. Oh, well, I did have a puppy. He's an old man now, but at one time he certainly was a puppy. Okay, and uh, what's the warning? Well, the warning is when you uh, turn the light on in the bathroom in the morning, when you go to brush your teeth, make sure you check your bath mat. (laughs) 
because oh my God. when it has been soiled, it can camouflage in there as well a bit. Mine did, mine did, certainly, anyways. So right, I did step in it, yes. Right. You'll see, like, what, what looks to be like a little water puddle from you getting out of the shower under the bath net. Turns out yes. it's warmer. It, it's warmer, uh-huh. and it is definitely not water. And it was there it's, while you were in the shower. It's not your property. No, no, no this, was, this was overnight. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, so I, I, I turned on a light, still groggy, and then step in something squishy, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You are awfully cute, but man, oh, man. Oh, was this You're a poop? No, no, this is a pee. Oh, a pee. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, a pee I could deal with on a somewhat, but poop? No, that That's would true. have. Yeah. That would have ruined my day. My sure. house now has had poop on the floor. Mm-hmm. Hell. You know, yeah, like it, it with will, you before. It, it will never not on my floor. No. Oh, okay. Bad Dylan, <laughs> other places, but no, there. My my house has now. Like, I want you to remember that every time you walk around my house now, there's been like poop. But it's right puppy, there on puppy the floor. poop is cute poop. No, it's, it's not, not cute poop. No, it's Robbie. so cute. There's no such thing as cute poop. Especially, if you, thank you. Very good point, Matt. <laughs> there is no such thing. Mark, I want that on a T-shirt, Dylan. Yes. There is no such thing as cute. Sure, poop. there is. <laughs> Name cute poop. When you're in the forest and you see bunny poop, it is so cute. Kind of cute. That is kind of cute. It's a little, 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 little like Yeah, reasons. that's cute poop. It's, it's so cute. <laughs> top, five, uh, top five cute poops coming up. Right. No, um, we're not <laughs> doing top right. five cute poops. Thank you very on. much, Matt. Have a good morning. You see, you get Okay, take care. So that's that's a warning. But, like, you know, the poops. I just, I'm, I knew this. Is, God, I know. Yeah, well, of course we knew it. Of course we knew we were going to be dealing this with this with our new puppy. He's adorable. He's amazing. Like, Megan, how many people fell in love with that guy yesterday when we had him on Instagram? Old Biff. So many. You have over, so like, 1,100. So many people were like, oh. Right. Well, that gets the likes, right? That's what gets poop on your floor is the, oh. <sighs> and then this is right. Dylan, if you were to poop on the floor, what would I say to you? Ew, gross. Right. If I were to poop on the floor, what would you say to me? Get out of my house. My dog, my puppy, poops on the floor. What do you say? Ew, gross. Nah, that's what you say. What do most of us say, Robbie? Oh, look at that little turd, that's you little exactly boy. That's what we do. You're really good pooping. This little cute face. I didn't know any different. What a pooper. <laughs> I didn't know I'm not supposed to do that. And you're like, oh, we're many. You're so cute. You're so cute. When have you, Dylan, you're a good looking guy. When's That's the last nice time things. you pooped on a floor and somebody said, oh, we can get mad at you, but you're so cute. I, maybe when I was really young. I don't remember it, though. <laughs> exactly. I don't think it happened. All you got to do to be forgiven for things is be super cute. Yeah. yeah. And you can go ahead and poop on the floor. If you're really cute, go ahead, poop on the floor. Let's see I don't how that think goes that works. It's a double standard. Mm. I do, for a dog, it works, but I don't think a, a cute guy can poop on the floor and get away with it. No. Pooped in the kitchen, too. Yeah. Well, that's better. Like the cooking yeah. area. You'd what happened, Dylan? That. What happens to a restaurant if there's poop on the floor in the kitchen? Oh, you don't want that. They'll shut you down, right? Yeah, yeah you, you Alberta Health Services will yeah. be there. For us, no. we just pick it up with paper towel and keep exactly. on cooking. I, I don't know if that's the Did right you thing spray to do. at least? Well, what spray? Like just Windex? Wind- no, no, no. Like it's just Windex. a disinfectant, maybe. You need a disinfectant. Well, yeah, is Windex, so- Windex smells like a disinfectant. It's ammonia. Isn't it? It's just ammonia. Yeah, I don't think it's ammonia a disinfectant. Is it? Just get a Lysol what's, or something. What's soap do that uh, that Windex wouldn't do? Breaks down oils better, maybe? No, I'll get, ammonia's... Uh, I don't know. I'm thankful I know. that I don't have any carpet on the main floor. Well, that's the, the thing. You'd rather him poop in the kitchen than somewhere on the bath mat, for example, or your bed, the couch. Makes sense. If you, you ever know? need to borrow a steam cleaner, I got you. I have one. Oh, because I, would, I, would like I had that. puppy problems, too. Oh, so. my God, right? <laughs> yeah. How long does this last for, Megan? Um, I would say, honestly, it's... 
on and off, especially if you get one with behavioral problems. I have a husky mix. Okay. So he has attitude problems. Say he's the most perfect But if he's the most perfect, then I would say, honestly, probably maybe like another couple months. A couple months? Because there might be a little accident here or there, though, where they can't help it. Just because they're a little puppy. Ah. But... Then, uh, then they'll be down. Months? That's best case scenario. Yeah, I think months I would, is short. If if this yeah. dog is anything like your kids, it won't listen to you at all. There you go. <laughs> so 18 years of this, at least. Yeah. What to do. You're Makes supposed sense. to pick it up when it's peeing somewhere and run it outside. I'm like, but it's peeing. Imagine if you were, you were taking a pee outside, Robbie, when you're camping and somebody just picked you up and took you to the outhouse. Oh, I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good service. Top five places my dog has peed or pooped in the past 24 hours. Is that a list for real? Coming up, where you're just like, oh, my God. There, of all places? Yeah. You'd be surprised, Dylan. I, I I would be. I don't know where five places could be. It's the, the floor. It's the size of a potato, and you wouldn't believe how much poop and pee this thing has. Oh, little stinker. And Robbie just thinks it's cute. <laughs> Listen, it's right? It's so cute. Look what you can get away with when you're cute. It's weird. Shut up, turds. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Uh, all right, sometime. Today, I don't know when, I've compiled the list of the top five places in the past 24 hours my dog has gone to the bathroom mm. that are, like, annoying. Trust me, the dog is gone. This little puppy, Biff, has gone to the bathroom a lot in the last 24 hours. These are just the top five places where you're like, oh, man, you even went there? Yeah, I mean, it's something that we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, text message says, I didn't sleep like normal for three months while potty training and crate training. My dog. I had to take him out every three hours during the night. Why? We put him to bed at nine last night. Yeah, this is exactly. This is a, I did it once before bed at nine, then at midnight, and then at 3 a.m. We did the almost the exact same schedule last night. This is what I'm saying. Get yourself. A newborn baby? No. That's what it is, right? I know. Now look at me lecturing you about, Dylan, it's so much work to have a saltwater fish tank. Yeah. Not even close. Compared to having a... But the... Oh, the the word months is what's dropping off or jumping off the screen to me, though. Months? months. I think months is short, personally. I think it's going to be longer than months. To potty train a dog? Well, to, just to train it where it's not going to... Potty train, okay, it's done. house training. Chew, is that the right word? No. Chew. Oh, it chews Scratching. On it's chewing on everything. Like, We've got to make sure years. everything's off the floor. Like, our life... Is it, isn't it supposed to enrich your life? <laughs> our life now is, everybody get everything off the floor. We're letting the dog out of the crate. Right. Quick, grab that yarn. Oh, you, the dog's got it. You just got random yarn? Well, we're a knitting family, Dylan. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's yeah. knitting season. I didn't really, Sorry, yeah. Well, yeah, we've got to move the yarn. Got our, He got a remote control yesterday. Hey, I How was, can you not? We've got nine of them. When are we right. going to figure that out, by the way? The remote control? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I was thinking, um, remember yesterday we were talking about how everyone brings their dog to work? Here, yeah. Right? Yeah. I was thinking of doing something. Do you think that... Do you think I could get away with this? Okay. I was thinking about getting a tarantula for the office. Oh, dude, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't start this. And a I'm just going to. Pet's a pet, to pet right? is your argument. And right? I'm going to bring it and just let it out like the dogs can roam the hallways. I'm going to let my tarantula roam the hallways. No, you can't. Why? No, you can't let it out. You can't let a tarantula out. Why? I was just thinking about. I, I don't think tarantula owners let their tarantula out. Oh yeah, do they? oh yeah. Nine one seven nine one seven. A. Do you own a tarantula? Mm-hmm. And B. Do you let it out? 
Yeah, you can let well, it. Well, they have to. They're tar- tarantulas. Well, they're not poisonous. You can get ones that are No, I know, poisonous. but they can. Uh, wouldn't they just kind of hide under a bed and you'd never find well, them again? Finding them in, in the it? office might be tough. <laughs> it could be a contest. Right? <laughs> find the tarantula. Win tickets. Find the office tarantula. What do you think? No. Well, no. So you're you're doing it what to say? Hey, you guys brought your dogs. Why can't I bring my tarantula? Well, there was no email that went out about dogs being in, in the building. Well, apparently, and we shouldn't be saying anything right now about the tarantula that's coming in. No, about the the, the just the pet policy here. So apparently, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble if I say this. Why? Well, because somebody who we won't name, but her name starts with L. Okay, and she is our. And it ends uh, with E-N. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah, right? So apparently, so so the person who's in charge of kind of like the office, I don't know, behavior and rules and regulations in the office here, mm-hmm. and if you if you have a similar workplace, listen to this. So she works full-time in Calgary. Okay. But she comes up here for periodic visits. Mm. She's up here this week because we're moving a lot of stuff around in the office. Apparently, our pets allowed policy is a secret to our building. It's oh. not a corporate policy. Oh. No, so she doesn't know about our pets. Mm. Uh, our our pets are allowed. Policy How do you think she's here. gonna like with my slithering snake in the? Uh, <laughs> Don't. <laughs> right? She doesn't know. So everybody was told, "Hey, she's gonna be here this week. So, sorry, you've got to leave your dogs at home." Hmm. So it's an it's, email went out to say leave your dogs at home. No, I don't think it, they don't want email I evidence. Just, I think it was face to face with the people that bring be. dogs. Oh. They're like, hey, don't say anything or else we're going to get in trouble. Right. So it's like we're sneaking it in oh. underneath like the corporate guidelines. Right. Right, right, right. So, right. Dylan, in a way, when you're like, it's ridiculous, we shouldn't be allowed to bring your pets to work. Right. We're not. Oh, okay. It's just some but has anything here ever, have said, ah, we'll just do it and well, not tell Has anybody. anything ever went out that said we can't? No. I, I think there is a policy that we can't. No. But we've chosen to overrule whoever, like our local management team has chosen to overrule it. Can they sue? Or undermine it in this case. Can someone in the office sue Rogers because my snake ate their dog? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. who's liable at that point? Yeah, I didn't even think if you put I think you can get away with it. How big is your snake? The one I'm thinking about? Big enough it's to eat that one dog that comes here that nobody <laughs> <God>. likes. <laughs> I just was asking the question. I'm not I'm not going to. So you're making the argument, for argument's sake, on a pet's a pet's a pet's a pet. If you can bring your dog, why can't I bring my snake? Sure, why wouldn't you be able to? And let it roam throughout the office. You're just going to start like a, a zoo war. <laughs> just keep one up in it. But no, I, I'm all down. Ah, boy. I know. I don't want you to ruin this for everybody. So I'm you, not gonna. You were thinking of bringing a tarantula in to a make a point. If I tarantula, would people be upset? Because <laughs> I'd be terrified. Katie was on, on the show when you were gone with your daughter last week. Yeah. And she and I were talking, and she's just like, I don't think it's fair. Like, I, I could bring my dog every day, but well, this is a workplace. But why doesn't she then? Because she doesn't think that she should be bringing her, her dog every day to work. And then if everyone brought their dog every day to work, Who and cares? I was just like, oh, Katie, yeah, that's true. I got to stand up for Katie and get a tarantula. Because it's bring your pet to work, not bring your dog to work. Yeah, what if I brought a cat to work? Why couldn't you? Oh, I did that once. Remember, I brought that stray in, and it bought it <laughs> bit a manager, and he had to go get a tet- or had go, go get a rabies it shot. Was, it was a feral cat. We and didn't know out. that at the time. And it was yeah. biting everybody. <laughs>
Right? That thing was a menace. I, I don't know that if you can bring a tarantula to work. But why wouldn't you be able to? No email said you could bring a dog. Why couldn't I bring a tarantula? Or, like, like have my bird fly around. What, could that you, would be neat. Could you say it's your emotional support tarantula? It could be. Nobody could say any. But I think if you did, you'd have to leave it in a cage. Why? They or in its little. You don't have kennels for the dog. I, I know. I see what you're saying. I get it. Dogs are, I, like, I got so scared by a dog the other day when I came out of the bathroom. The thing was at my crotch. <laughs> yeah, but he was just wanted a sniff. So my, my tarantula just wants a pet. <laughs> well, someone here is saying, I've got a tarantula. I, it never comes out of the cage. Yeah, oh, I don't poor think so. guy. Just, you don't let never, him out. Never find it again. Yeah, I, well, I, I'm just asking the questions. That's it. Ferret? That's another one. Can you bring your ferret? Can you bring Aww. your gerbil to work? I know sure, let it run around. Ferret. There ferrets was actually a guy in my school that has ferrets, and he asked Katie if, if when he's on remotes, if he can bring his ferrets with him. They're cute. And she they was can like, be unleashed. I don't know about that, though. What's wrong with Katie? What a buzzkill. Why don't, but, but why is it that we are okay with the dogs? Because there's a hierarchy to pets and pet ownership. Yeah. Dogs and cats are at the top. It's not wow. fair, but it's true. Okay. And then the, and then it's what? Birds? Yeah, people are afraid of birds. Are next. Yeah. Birds and rabbits would be next. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. birds are, are lower than you think. A lot of people are afraid of them, and they're erratic. You wouldn't want a bird flying around. What is the hierarchy of pet ownership? Dogs and cats are the top, right? Yeah, yeah, Dogs yeah. probably one, cats probably two. Rabbit. Rabbit is three? Because they're cute. Mice? Like Did hamster? Mice make the no, that's like six or seven. And at the very bottom is snake guy. No. I'm sorry, I'll say snake guy for the rest of the time. Insects would be below snake. Oh, insect uh. guy is pretty bad, too. I saw When we were at the pet store getting supplies for our puppy, there was a girl, and she went to the pet store with her dad. It was very sweet, and they were looking at the cats and looking at the gerbils and the hamsters and all of that, and then dad decided to buy her a pet. You know what he bought her? Hmm. He bought her one of those worms that you feed your ins- or feed like your reptiles, <laughs> oh. and she had it in a little bag, and she was <laughs> looking at it and going, "Look at how cute oh. he is!" Like she walked out with like a cat. She walked out with feed. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and that's her pet now. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. That's we cute. won't get you a cat. We won't get you a gerbil. But here's a worm, a <laughs> mealworm like that. that you can have. That's really cute. So Dylan, bring your mealworms to work. I'm just asking the question. I know you are, and just, I like the question. I'm just sitting here asking the question, why couldn't I have my snake roam the hallways like the dogs? 917-917, what would you do if that person you work with brought his snake or her tarantula? It's just... Would you complain to management? Robbie, would you, you complain? You can't yeah, have both ways. I, I understand what you're saying. It, it's like a technicality, but snakes aren't obedient. Neither are some of these dogs here. These dogs are running around biting people, pooping on the ground. Who says my snake's going to bite anyone? It's a snake. He doesn't bite Mother Nature says that. No. He just bites animals. He likes biting animals. Well, then you've got to, if that one swallows that one dog whole, Dylan, you've got a different, an entirely That's Roger's problem. problem. That's not my problem. We don't have a policy here. If it eats that one dog, I don't think anyone's going to care. I just want to know, 917-917, if you have a pet policy at work and somebody brought a snake or a tarantula, would you complain? You uh, shouldn't. So say, here, bring a chicken. That's our show. Mm-hmm. Chicken, a rooster walking around. And we did have one here. We, but people got mad immediately when it pooped on something. Yeah, it's true. But I'm just, I, listen, I'm just asking the question. Oh, you're going to ruin this for everybody. Not my, I'm not trying to. I just want to know the pet policy. I don't remember getting the email saying like, hey, we can bring our pets to work. Yeah. I'm just asking the question. Katie wants to bring her dog every day. She should. 
She's the one doing this to herself. We should ask Katie. We should phone her up and see if she can bring her dog today. Bring your dog in. Yeah, bring Reba. You're not not this week. It's a top secret. Oh, yeah. oh you can't bring any uh, no, dogs this week. No, because the office manager from Calgary is here, and if she finds out people are allowed to bring their dogs, she's going to drop the hammer and ruin it for everybody. Oh. I might bring a dog tomorrow. Okay, there. It is. <laughs> Go. The Pepper and Dylan podcast. So, is it on me when I apply for a job to ask if there are going to be animals? It's certainly a question you could ask in the job interview, yeah? Yeah, okay. I just didn't know that was one of the things. You is it on them to tell you, this is a pet-friendly office, are you good with that? I Well, probably, right? If you have allergies, if you're scared of some sort of animals, like if you don't I've like snakes. never seen on a job application, do you have allergies? Right. It's, do you have a criminal record? Mm. Do you have permission to work in Canada? Yeah, right, no, do yeah, you have no, allergies of dogs? Does not come up. Uh, text message says, and watch Robbie, watch Dylan t- uh, spin this into taking credit. Uh, if I, someone brought a snake into our pet-friendly workplace, I'm going home for the day. <laughs> yes. So you I'm going home for the day. You'd be giving people a day off if you brought a snake or a tarantula into work. Why would you go home for the day? Does because they're mean, afraid of tarantulas. So then I can go home for the day because there's dogs here? If you're afraid of dogs? Yeah. Or allergic. I guess. I guess I can't work here. How would you I'll feel be working from home from if, now on. If you were the person that had a fear. Robbie, what's the word for a fear of dogs? Uh, caninophobia. Is it called caninophobia? No, he made that up. Fear of dogs. But if you had a crippling phobia of uh, dogs. Sinophobia or cynophobia. Cynophobia? If you had a crippling fear of dogs, mm-hmm. right, and you started to work somewhere or you'd never told any about, anybody about it, and then your workplace becomes pet friendly, and you're the reason nobody can bring their dogs to work. Everybody's like, all right, I don't have to pay for doggy daycare anymore. I know, but this I is... Just, you know, we don't have to come home at lunch to let them out of the uh, out of the crate and let them out for a bathroom break. This is going to be great. And then somebody's like, oh, no, I'm terrified of dogs. And they're like, oh, sorry, that policy's over because of one person. You're going to feel terrible. But don't you think, and, and I thought about this, don't you think there should be an anonymous email? Because if you can't do it where you get to respond because you'd right. be hated right. by so many people. Yes. But there should be an anon- anonymous email that goes out going like if you have uh, if you're scared of a dog like yeah. let us know because you don't want to say i'm scared of a dog and ruin it for and everybody, everybody else and everyone on, hates at you the coffee machine and goes right you're the reason my dog can't come to I work i hate this person uh this is ashley on the phone hi ashley good morning how are you excellent thank you so your aunt and uncle uh bring their uh, their pet everywhere yeah, so they've got a dog and a parrot, uh, and the parrot goes everywhere. He's got one of those like little bubble backpacks, like that you can carry cats around in. Oh, and he's that's traveled cute. all across Canada in a motorhome, and then even down into the states. Old people like mm, birds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Is it fair to say old people uh, are the highest birds are bird so cool. owning demographic? Yeah, probably. Or seniors? Yeah, probably. They keep them in a backpack. Well, usually they'll let him out. Like they'll, my uncle will just carry him around on his hand. But yeah, they'll take him on little walks to the beach and take him to restaurants. Take him to restaurants. Yeah, they leave him in the backpack for the rest at the restaurant. I'm thinking like more like outdoor patios. Mm, okay. At least the parrot is contained. Right. Well, it has to be. It's a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not very nice. Like he only likes my uncle Rick. <laughs> Aw. Our pa- parrots are jerks, right? Some. As a yeah. rule. Like anytime you go to a pet store and they're like, look at our pet store parrot. Ask him to say a word, but don't put your finger anywhere near right. him. He'll bite the thing right off. As yeah. it tells you off. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Are we okay with go bringing a parrot to work? I, d- I don't know. It just seems so weird that you would. 
But I guess. Yep. I mean, if, if pet policy's allowed, pet policy's allowed. Robbie, you remember Chris. Chris listens to this show quite a bit. Yes. You became close with him because he loved a turtle. Well, he had, yeah, he had a pet turtle, yeah. His turtle got run over by a car. Oh, in front so, of Robbie. so tragic. And he cried for days. He, he oh, lost his too. dear turtle. I've yes. always found it weird to have a connection to any animal other than a dog or a cat. That's me being kind of, you know... A little myopic about this, this discussion, but right. I, 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 I don't know if I could have an emotional connection to a reptile. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about bringing a turtle to work? Yes, of course you can. Why not? Let the turtle roam around. Do you have a pet, Paul? Oh, you, you're a teacher, aren't you? And yeah, so. I, so I've been able to bring show my dog tell. Kevin in twice. Yeah, for show and tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as nobody is afraid or doesn't have any allergies, because I, I completely respect that. Right. But we get nothing done when he came, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, you don't think? To work I th- this is another thing I would mm-hmm. imagine. That mm-hmm. Having a dog in the office, like, you'd get less done. Oh, always, no. Yeah. No, oh, I my disagree. goodness. You don't bring a dog, though. How no. do you know? Because I see, oh, you're saying because they have to care for the dog? They have to care for it, check on it, feed Make it, sure it's walk not bothering it. other people. I, th- I think it evens out because I love having the dog. But you're not working. You're going over to pet a dog. <laughs> you're making my point overall. for me. But like when I'm going to the bathroom, I see the dog. I'm like, oh, and it just brightens my day. And do you yeah, take longer brings- bathroom breaks? No, I go back, I pet it for a second, and then I'm just fired up and I get so much done. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't believe you. Well, if I bought brought <laughs> our puppy Biff to work, nobody would get anything done because it would be like, oh, look at this guy, like right. all day. It yeah, would turn, it would turn yeah. into recess here at work all day. I would imagine. <laughs> That's fun, though. Hey, how long did it take for your dog not to be peeing, pooping and peeing in the house? He was, at, like, he's so good. We started off, like I said, crate training him, and we were getting up every two hours, but oh, then God. he ate, ate everything in the backyard and got sick, so he had Giardia, and so he was, you know, we were taking him out, like, every half an hour, so my husband just let him start sleeping on the bed, and he's been sleeping on the bed since, and he takes up half a, half a king-size bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean... This is my life now. This is what you're uh, signed up for. I actually was Googling life expectancy of an English bulldog yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you know you do that before you buy it? How long I got to deal with it? Oh. All right, love you, Ashley. Thank you. Love you, too. All See right. you later. Uh, Dylan, the consensus is you can't bring a spider or a snake into work just because we have an open-door pet policy. Can someone bring their horse, they're asking. <laughs> Can I bring my horse into work? That's my pet. Can I have a donkey here? I mean, there's no stopping it. You can't have a policy one way and not the other. I know what you're saying. I don't know the answer, Dylan. You could have a goat roaming around so insane. Like, why can't you bring in your pet goat? Listen, I'm, I I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I want to make that really obvious because mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go to the Christmas party this year, I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, signing up for it after this conversation. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm just asking the questions. Right. Like my sister, she's someone that has a dog. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas last year, she's like, I really, uh, I don't know what to do with my dog because uh, the kennels are all full. And they were going on vacation? Yeah. No, there she was coming to stay with me. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, yeah, like I don't know what to do. And she kept on just dropping these hints. And she just said, like, ah, yeah, well, I don't know what we should do. And I just kept Hope on saying, well, I'd find someone to look after Hoping it. for that you would say, well, yeah. bring him along. It'll be fine. Yeah, and you no. just said, no way. No. <laughs> didn't you say he has to stay in the garage? I offered the garage. She didn't want that because she thought he'd be lonely. Mm-hmm. Well, take him to the kennel then. You know, it's your do. rules, right? I guess. What if she wanted to bring a spider? Uh, spider I'd be okay with. See, you can't do that. I like a spider. (laughs) I'm not allergic to spiders. Three things you need to know coming up. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Not a lot of blowback for playing a Christmas song. No, there shouldn't be because it's one twelfth of of a year away from Christmas. A lot of people believe that this isn't even a Christmas song. 
This is just the best song I mean, ever. Robbie is like, I don't want to hear a Christmas song. The minute it started, he was singing along to the Christmas yeah, song. Robbie, so. I don't understand no, you. No, no, you no, no, love no. Christmas. No, I was only speaking for the people that don't like Christmas. You're it's not speaking. that they don't like Christmas. It's just they know that Christmas has a time and place. It is It is soon. <laughs> it is. Okay, but what isn't the I time see. and place of Christmas, like just uh, humor me here, isn't it to be happy and to have fun and to be excited about I'm life? I'm not disagreeing with any of that. So why don't we want more of that? Why is it like, ah, we don't want happiness longer? I like Christmas music when I'm in the Christmas, like the the hustle and bustle of Christmas. Oh, I like it always. You know, like, okay, I'm going to the mall. I'm right? doing my shopping. Right? I'm yeah. getting decorations. I'm putting stuff up. I don't like uh, I don't like Christmas before that that reminds me of all the hectic hustle and bustle that's to well, come you know here, let it's, me, it's just a reminder to me let me tell you this because i was doing Please some do. uh research over the weekend okay but like if you don't start watching your christmas movies now yeah you're gonna have a hard time getting them all in what did you say megan it's the 20 year anniversary of elf with will will ferrell oh. today yep 20th anniversary that's awesome 20 years ago that came out yep <sighs> but there's about like 15 to 20 movies you have to watch and i don't know how much time you have in your day but like if you're watching one maybe two a week like there you get going would you see the, the uh, new one that we're getting whether we first time ever uh for yes. santa yes. cinema was it is that top five christmas movies Absolutely. you have to watch 100 we've never had it for santa cinema before next week we're announcing santa cinema in full uh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do remembrance day and then boom kick down the doors Perfect. with santa cinema okay Perfect. so yeah monday's a holiday for a lot of people tuesday morning we announce and start getting people on the list for our annual we're off to oh Wednesday yeah that's right yeah right 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 Wednesday we yeah. will announce Santa Cinema get people on the list it's our Christmas tradition it's the most but popular. that's gonna be like we gotta fill 500 seats yeah. and we're starting well, it's easy to do it or it's the most popular event we do every year we're gonna be starting on the 15th I'm telling you man you gotta get into the Christmas fair here's Charlene hi Charlene hi so Charlene wants to comment on something she says she's been listening to this show for a long time how long is a long time Charlene uh, 16 or 17 years, actually. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you for that. Robbie would say at the start of the segment is too long. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was when you first started at 91.7, like, when I, I was, it was my first year of teaching. The overnight trial show at 3 a.m. on a Saturday night. You remember that one, Dylan? The first time we were ever on the air together? Oh, man. We almost was, didn't get a second show. Boss was, wanted to hear yeah. what the show would sound like. Right. That was wild. 3 a.m. till 4 a.m. on a Saturday night was the first time we ever worked together live on the radio. Mm -hmm. We almost got fired. Uh, yeah, before we got hired, there was there. people had such bad language at three in the morning. Robbie, wild. <laughs> you can imagine. Uh, so Charlene says, listening for a long, 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 long time, and she just heard the funniest thing she's ever heard. What was it? Uh, the drummer voice. The, the scary drummer oh. voice. Oh, yes, it is. People love the... Uh, Dylan, now, Dylan hates the scary drummer Very voice much song. So. And you'll get a lot of that as we get closer to Christmas because it's torturous. To, it's a great way to offset his Christmas enthusiasm. Yeah, I think it's really mean and tr- <laughs> traumatizing, really. Well, t- tell Charlene the, the story because it's been out for a couple years. We've done it a few holiday seasons, but uh, she's missed it. So tell her the story. Listen, Charlene. Charlene, I like everything Christmas. I've always liked everything Christmas. It holds a special place in my heart. I just think it's such a good time. It feel good. Uh, it, it just reminds me of family and excitement, except for one song, The Little Drummer Boy, with that really, like, the pa pum pum 
and the droning on. Oh, and yeah. I just remember being in my bed. It is spooky. But also the claymation. Do you remember the claymation drummer boy? The cre- It was very scary. So creepy. I just remember being in my bed as my parents had a party and there was Fred and Sue and John and Betty who had all be coming over and they were all drinking and smoking and doing the things that they like to do. And I remember it was on repeat in my room. And I don't know how it was on repeat, if it was 8-track at the time, if it was a cassette, if it was somehow they got the cassette of just Drummer Boy on repeat but it just and I was crying because it was so scary to me but they couldn't hear because they were partying so much outside and I just felt like the devilish presence of this song and it's ever since been horrendous for me and these guys made a, a parody of it to to make fun of me <laughs> bring back the terror after the trauma and then I worked through for so long <laughs> Yes, I do remember that. Actually. But it brings joy to other people. <laughs> well, there Dylan. you go. All yeah. right. Okay. You fall on that sword. You be the martyr for the cause. <sighs> Thanks. Um, yeah. Thank you, Charlene. And I don't know. Have you ever been to a Santa Cinema before? Uh, no, actually. You know what that but is? I, of course I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should come. Yes. I okay, will good. try. Okay. I've never been able to get tickets. Uh, yeah. Well, Dylan's oh. very protective of these tickets. Yeah, so. this year's going to be awesome. We hope you can join. Love you, Charlene. Have a great day. All right. Day. Have a good right. day. Jill texts in, I don't often laugh out loud by myself in the car, but the part on the drummer boy where it says he's on some kind of spree made me laugh no. and laugh. Robbie, it is one of your best pieces of work. Oh, I have to uh, correct somebody. Sorry. Station changed till after Christmas because Robbie couldn't respect our vets. Bye, guys, it says. No, no it was Dylan. Not well, Robbie. I guess because I, I I let the the voter win. I didn't I, I didn't rig it. I guess no, that's not fair. It's a and offensive. We can respect both. We can put a poppy on your tree. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, I got just, my poppy on. I just wanted. I want to be oh, part of the off. movement that just says that you can do both. That's still a sentiment, and especially right like we're a big military city. Mm-hmm. It's still a sentiment, right? That you should wait until after Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. I just find, and when I moved here, was really the first time I'd ever heard about it. And um, that people were really, really passionate about wait till after Remembrance Day to put your tree up, to put your lights up, to buy your holiday things, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I found over the years, it's kind of softened to the, wait a second, didn't, like, isn't it our choice? And isn't that kind of the whole point of why we're saluting? Yeah. The freedoms that we were given right. in, in Canada. And I think that that's slowly softened over time. And we'll still always get a few of them, mm-hmm. including people who will never listen to the radio show again because they feel so passionately about that's it. Strange. But I, I feel that, like, where once, maybe 10 years ago, we would get, okay, you can't do it. It was like a hard rule. Now we're getting, I mean, there's a station in the city that's already all Christmas, right? Yeah. That used to never be the rule. You waited oh, until right. the 12th, right. at least, to do it. And now it's kind of like people are understanding that they can, they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can respect the veterans yeah and mm-hmm. i know that my dad who's a veteran right he's he has no problem with it he was actually helping decorate the three robins retirement center uh lobby on the weekend yeah. so he was all in and he's it. a he's like a very proud vet very much yeah mm-hmm. like uh, that's one of his claims to fame and and like it should be and, and usually we get veterans and and military families that are like yeah no go we got about in. five or six of them already texting right now that say yeah, i'm totally fine with it yeah don't worry about it and so like i understand I, like i i think like, like okay you don't want to listen that's fine like if that's where you want to like but we're just having fun it's become a bit karen-y with all due respect Right? To, to say, like, you, you, you're mad about it? Yeah. To say, like, I refuse. You can have your own household rule and your own structure oh, gosh, of yeah. beliefs on it, but to, you know, get angry at others to the point where, you know, you're, you're, you're vocal about it. Did you guys know yeah. all of America, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they just do it because they don't have Remembrance Day. 
Right. Well, they have yeah. Veterans Day. Yeah. This is weekend. that the same? Veterans it, Weekend is this weekend. I, I believe, yeah. Like, I saw a video of The Rock in his gym. He's got a tree in the gym Yeah. Already, right? Stuff like that. And I don't think he's disrespectful to veterans. No. Well, I saw this photo shoot that Dylan did with my fiance and his secret girlfriend, mm-hmm. where, by the way, my fiance didn't ever talk. She never spoke or took off her chicken helmet the whole time. So my fiance hasn't met her. No. And in the background, Dylan's got his tree up. And that stuff was taken before Halloween. Yes. No, it was. And you know That's what? Disrespectful of Halloween. It is, <laughs> if you care. I just do what makes me happy. Yeah, I get it. And I don't know why anyone else should have an opinion on on my happiness. But we will wait until after the Remembrance Day weekend to announce all of the details with Santa Cinema. We're super excited. Like we said, we've done a lot of movies with Santa Cinema. It's a great family event that we do every year. This year, it's a brand new movie. We'll be helping out the Wind House, as we always do. And we'll start to get you on the list for Santa Cinema on Wednesday. It fills up quick. It really, really does. I want to read one final text. Can I? Can I please? My dad is a military veteran and suffers from PTSD. He watches Hallmark Christmas movies year-round because they bring him joy. Do what you want as long as it brings you joy. It's not disrespectful to veterans to be happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, right? I love it. I love it so much. Are you ready to get down? CHBN FM. Edmonton. Is KISS 917. KISS. Here are the top three things you need to know. Gotta let them know. With Pepper and Dylan. For the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. 436-2511. Or online at colinbruce.ca. Two L's in Colin. All right, where do you come out on this? It's odd. It's going around. Reddit, Google. But there's a place mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And there's a mixed reaction that is coming from it. Mm-hmm. They are charging a surcharge. You know how there's surcharges all the time. Yep. You get the surcharge for a gratuity of 20% maybe added to parties over six. Yep. Uh, there's the uh, option for the uh, service charge for a little uh, accommodations they might make for you. Mm-hmm. This one, though, it's in Georgia. It's a Riverside restaurant. Mm-hmm. On the menu, it says there is an adult surcharge for mm-hmm. adults unable to parent. <laughs> oh. In the reviews. Okay, definition. I need the definition. I don't know. On the menu, it just says adult surcharge for adults unable to parent, and then it just has dollar signs, three of them beside there. It says be respectful to staff, property, and self. No respect, no service. No store food uh, permitted in dining area. Now... They're on the Google reviews. The eatery uh, is charging $50 for poor parenting in its establishment. Poor parenting in a restaurant would include... See, some would argue poor parenting in a restaurant is handing them an iPad so they're quiet. Right, right. right. But uh, so so they're saying uh, to eliminate disruptive children? Here's here's someone, they ended up writing this. If you have children, absolutely avoid this place at all costs. The most disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the entire restaurant because our children were running through the restaurant. Mm. They were down by the river. We were told we need to go to Burger King or Walmart and that we were bad parents and then had a $50 surcharge for bad children. Well, you can't call somebody a bad parent to their face. Mm -hmm. To their face is the big one. 
Just on the check? Just <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad parent on the check. I just mean generally, right? Mm. You can think somebody, it could be even a close friend of yours, and, and go like this when you, yeah, after you leave the party, be like, did you get a load of that kid? Holy smokes, get a handle on your kid. Right? You can't say it to their face. Right? No matter who you are, whether you know them or you don't, you just can't. As much as you want to. You can't do that. Right. You also can't let your kids run around a restaurant unless it's Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Right. Like you, you, you do, are, were th- and then go on and complain about it and say, they got mad at us for letting our kids run around the restaurant. Well, it's not a gym. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I went one time with Arlo to a restaurant. Your nephew? Yeah. Three years, four years old. Uh, he is five? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Arlo! I, I Arlo. went to a, a nice restaurant with you all, too. Were you there with Arlo? Arlo was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. Very fancy place. Right. Arlo likes to kick and put his feet on everything. <laughs> yep. And, like, he isn't ready for a fancy restaurant. Ah, he but wasn't don't, don't, perfectly. Don't, don't you know that five-year-olds aren't ready for a fancy sit-down long meal? But, but a when $50 you have, surcharge? When you have a five-year-old, you know that there are certain restaurants that you just can't go to with them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Montana's, fine. Boston Pizza, fine. If they have a kid's menu, everything goes. Right. Running around the restaurant is still like, come on, like, do you, where's your awareness that your kids are running around the restaurant? I don't know, but $50 to be added to your bill. I mean, fu- no, because I, I I think what they're saying is we're a restaurant where we don't really want kids here. We don't want that atmosphere. Right. I think it's fine. I think the fifty dollars is more of a deterrent than a than a charge. Would you rather it say fifty dollars for uh, poorly behaved kids, or I don't bring the, your kids here? The, the wording is wrong. I think what would have to happen is if you walked into the restaurant and you have your two kids with you and they're toddlers, or I think what the hostess or host would have to say, hey, just so you know, there's a fifty dollar charge for bringing your kids, unless. They're in perfect behavior. We kind of have an atmosphere here. We like to kind of protect, and our mm-hmm. our patrons expect. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine with it. Because, and then it's on on them to go like, oh, okay, well we'll, we'll you know we'll go to Ricky's. Don't you just iPad? Underrated, by the way, Ricky's. It's not bad. Yep. Uh, apparently, Earl's doesn't have a kids menu for that purpose. Is what yeah. someone just texted. I mean, if the absence of a kids menu is telling you, like, you know what, we, you know. Someone's saying, what about a discount for kids who behave? Ah, your kids were so good, we knocked 10% off the bill. Right. We gave them free bugs and cheese. Sure. Yeah. Someone's also saying, I believe the keg has a kid's meal, and I know that it does. Okay. So yeah, if it's got a kid's menu, it's Let them run wild? But I, you can't let them run around, right? Yeah. This text says, I have a nine and six-year-old, and I think the charge is 100% fair. Right. I, I went, I, I had an ex-girlfriend who had a young kid, and it was like going out to dinner gave me so much anxiety because she was kind of fine with him just ruling the roost, you know? Right. And he would like crawl under the table and stand up on the booth and talk to the people beside him and kick the chairs yeah. and yeah, do yeah, all yeah. these things. And I'm like, you don't see that? Because I see it. Yeah, right, I, right, right. I often wonder It's kind that, of an issue, yeah. Right? Aren't parents supposed to see their kids and say, like, hey, sit down? Or or say, like, you're not ready for restaurants, clearly. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid going to family dinners, and it was rare growing up that right. we would go to family dinners. But I remember it was torture once the dinner was over, and they'd want to sit and have coffee and talk. Oh, yeah. It took everything. And you didn't have an iPad. In my, my you know, young control 
to just try and sit there patiently. I was running out of patience. I wanted the lollipop at the front desk or the mint <laughs> toothpick, and then I wanted to go. So you're on board with a $50 yep. surcharge. If for they disclose it on the front end. Yeah. Adults unable yeah. to parent, yeah, naughty sure. kids. For sure. But then it's up to such a discretion, right? Like, what is yes, exactly. what is a naughty kid? You, taking two young kids, let's say it's two young kids, out to dinner is stressful on the parents if they have that awareness because mm-hmm. you're so worried about them being bad or acting up or hyper or distracting other people that you can't even enjoy yourself. Right. That's why they made Montana's. Yeah. That's why they put paper on the on the tables for you to draw on. I guess. Yeah, you have to take your kids to distraction restaurants. Right. right. If there's right, games right. on the placemat, that's a place you have to take. Sorry, you had kids. You got to eat at those places for a little while. Adult surcharge for parents unable to parent. Are you not cool with this? I, I, You're I, in the restaurant industry. Yeah, I mean, I understand it from both sides, right? I understand it from the restaurant, like the safety issues. Like, you can't have kids running around. But then I just, the hard part for me is... The discretion, like, what is a bad? Is a kid crying a bad kid? Is a kid that that right. is having what are a the tantrum? Rule? What's the definition a of a bad kid? Right, yeah. like running around a restaurant. I don't think that's right. No, you can't help tantrum sometimes. I know, but then so like if and then so it asks the question like if you're out for a romantic evening with your 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 lover mm-hmm. and and you want to just have a nice quiet time, but two two tables over you have a crying kid that can't be controlled. Like is that bad parenting? Think about is that this a fifty dollars romantic surcharge? dinner at a place that's special to you and you're planning on proposing yeah, at that dinner like that. and all of a sudden there's a kid that walks up and goes you're stupid kicks you in the shin <laughs> yeah. kind of ruins the moment. It you could. Know? So I, I mean I I just what is it's so. It just says, for adults unable to parent. 917-917. Do you have friends that are parents that you wish you could tell them they're bad parents? Yeah. Like you and your partner drive home and and just say, share, oh my God, did you get a load of that? Do you secretly think your friends are bad parents? Text right now. Watch. Just watch. Everybody And if we don't get a text from you, uh (laughs) uh-oh. You're the one? It might be you. Oh, no. (laughs) There's a lot of good takes here on on the line. Okay. Okay. Uh, First of all, they should do this for planes as well. Mm -hmm. Also, what about a charge for unruly drunken adults? Yeah. That's another one for sure. For sure. Right? That's a good idea. It should just, yeah, like a... The plane thing has always been... I can tell you, as a parent who's had to take a baby on a plane a couple times, like their parent is constantly worried that your kid is going to be distracting and mm-hmm. disruptive. Mm-hmm. Constantly. They can't enjoy, I, I don't know how you enjoy a flight in general, but they can't enjoy their time at all. They're constantly worried. We took two young kids to an all-inclusive in Mexico a long time, or in Jamaica a long time ago. Why? I mean, it wasn't even a vacation. <laughs> no. Just following them around, making sure they didn't fall in the pool. Yeah, well, That's yeah. Cool. Seven days of, wait, hey, come here, wait, no, yeah, true. That's not a vacation. That doesn't feel like it. No. Why do you think I hated weekends so much when my kids were younger? Because <laughs> you had to be at home I with them. to get away from them. Uh, this says my friend is a terrible parent, but honestly, kids are terrible too. You can't tell them that though, right? No. You just have to hold it in. I guess a lot of people have that take. Uh, we need to talk um, TV for a second. Homer Simpson no longer going to choke Bart in future Simpson episodes. See, which leads to this other problem. Ah, right? Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't choke your kid on TV and all of a sudden you have unruly kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently it's been 30 years in the, in the running of him choking and, uh, that's gone now. We are waking up to not being allowed to, we all understand it's a cartoon, don't we? Yeah. I just, I, we're taking away everything. I just don't understand the choke of Bart. Never once did you ever think (laughs) like, it was so graphic. Yeah. 
that, but like you can't even get your your arms around a throat that easily. It was oh, a cartoon. Yeah, that's I, what I thought. Yeah, I yeah. Listen, I know some people are going to say, "Oh, this woke thing is getting out of control." That's a good one. Why? It just looks so bad. Just get rid of it. It I doesn't mean, the help. Bigger the bigger concern plot. is that he's it's thirty years old and he's still in elementary school. Yeah, how come nobody's bringing attention to that? Yeah. Something to think uh-huh. about. Be a good student. I think that's the lesson there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it won't affect anything. They can. It, it'll. it'll I know, but it didn't affect anything with the choking. I guess. How did that? I. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like what or why are we changing then, that? There's the argument. Like you watch, like Family Guy. How? How do they get? Away, how do they get away with what they say on, uh, a, on a weekly basis? I'm always the belief of you know what you're if if you don't like something, right? Like you don't like it, right? But sure. you can't ask them to change it because other people do like it. Something that's successful for 30 years. Right. They found they found their audience. Well, is that why? They found their voice. Is yeah, that why people tuned in weekly to see I think Homer you know, choke you Bart? know if you're going to turn on Family Guy, you know you're getting stuff that might you might go, ooh, geez. That's too right. far. Right? Yeah. And I don't think anybody's writing a letter to family, www.familyguy.com slash complaints. Right. You know? Well, there must be. They must have a whole complaint. You department. know what they do with those complaints? Shred them. Very similar to what we do. Yes, <laughs> they get they get less than us. Yes, <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, and also, this is great news, or at least I think it's great news. FX restaurant drama The Bear oh, has all, been renewed for a third season. We all think it's great news, right? Such mm-hmm. a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still awaiting Emmy awards. Apparently, the first season is because The Bear was nominated for thirteen Emmys, uh, but this year's ceremony postponed because of the Hollywood uh, strike. If you've just finally started to watch. Watch the bear. I'm still shaking and vibrating and sweating from that season two Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. A few people texted that, yeah. Oh, that one is dreadful. Yeah. Did not make you feel good. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. This also doesn't make us feel good as Edmontonians, but we have to do it. He's who you go to when you wanna know about the sports. Oh, checking their way through another win. He'll tell you what happened on the rink, on the field, and on the court. Shoot pass score. Coach Dylan, he's a home run. You got it. Coach Dylan, he won't be out there. Yeah. Coach Dylan, he's number one. Couple, lots of text messages, Dylan. My sister's kids are awful. Uh huh. I have friends' kids that destroy my house right in front of their parents, and they don't say anything. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. It happens. Uh, Oilers, they lost yesterday 6-2 to to Vancouver. Yeah, adults are throwing tantrums with them now. Absolutely. It's not going well. Oilers not looking great this season. No, lots of issues. I look on the standings, and they're like near the bottom, Robbie. Yeah, it's very, very frustrating. Two wins, eight losses, one something. We're also so what entitled. What the heck is that one thing? We're so entitled Overtime as Oilers fans, though. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, because they all said we're going to be in the cup. And the hands down, we're the favorites. Well, that's what uh, some are saying. We've been so blessed. It's kind of crazy how lucky we've been as Oilers fans to witness some of the greatest players to ever play. Mm-hmm. Five Stanley Cups have been won here. Yeah. Things have been pretty good. And now we want to fire the coach because why? Because what else do you do? Got to make a change somewhere. I'd start with making smaller nets. <laughs> Text message says the worst is when you're uncomfortable and no longer hang out with your own friends because you don't want their kids around your kids. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm in there. You can't say that, though. I'm in there. Yeah. You can't not say that. A life of experience. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Sorry we can't get together this weekend. <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh, there's going to play again Thursday against the Sharks, which uh, they are the worst in the entire league. 
at this point, if you can't beat the Sharks, what do we do, Robbie? Um, you might have to get a new goalie. My wife told her best friend that she was a bad parent. They haven't spoken in two years. Yeah, you don't do that. A lot of people saying fire the goalie coach. Oh, I didn't even know there was a goalie coach. Start there, I guess. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows? Not good. It's not the end of the world yet, but things have to turn around. They're going to play the worst team in the league later this week. No, not themselves. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. It's a late starting game on Thursday. 8.30 is yeah, San Jose, start time. San Jose. So. I have kids and I'm not a perfect parent, but over my dead body will my children remain in a restaurant if they can't sit down and have an enjoyable meal without disrupting others. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Homer would choke his son. <laughs> Those are the three things you need yeah, to know. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. Are you a little taken aback, Dylan, by the number of... Uh, families and friends that <laughs> secretly think that they're doing a bad job parenting. Everyone thinks everyone's a bad parent except them. Yeah. I'm shocked by the amount of texts and like the fights. See, Kirk writes in and he says, see, I'm the parent of five children. And talking about bad parenting is actually kind of upsetting due to the fact you don't know the background of these kids and what could be going on, what they might have. Sure. Those children may be unruly due to the fact that they may be autistic or bipolar or have other issues. That you don't. And that's the thing is you judge them. You have no idea what they're up to. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on because you save it for the ride home. <laughs> it's bad. Um, this is Christine. Hi, Christine. Good morning. So Christine witnessed something on the weekend. And I, I this has happened to me. So what did you see, Christine? I was in Winners on Saturday and shopping, and uh, there was this toddler, I would guess maybe around just between two and three years old. Two and three years and old, okay. Cried the lungs out, cried the lungs out, and just wailing and saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. So bad. Me. Yep. It just really bad. And the mom just turned around and said, Shh, shh, just, just be good. And just do her thing. Kept and it track. was a non-stop half an hour. Two schools of thought turning. on the tantrum. Yep. <laughs> there was the it great... Was half an hour long. Yeah, there was... On and off. The kids just keep crying, wailing, and the mom just, just ignore it. It's... And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> maybe the kids need a nap. Maybe you should go. I don't know, but... So when a kid is throwing a, like, just losing its mind and crying and wailing in a store. Don't you buy them a toy? No, Dylan, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it will shut them up. It will work. But you'll find out you'll be buying a lot of toys. Okay. There are two ways you can deal with this. You can immediately evacuate the store. Mm -hmm. As not to disturb anybody else and show them, fine, we're going home. But if they're crying and saying they want to go home, the school of thought is, ignore them. Right. And they'll learn that they just have to be more patient. They'll learn patience. Meanwhile, everybody, like you, Christine, are going, would you shut that kid up? I'm trying to shop. Don't you hear your kid crying? Take the kid outside, for God's sake. Uh, It reminds me of the great dill pickle chip London drug tantrum, Dylan. Well, what is this? Listen, the dill pickle chips, I can hear this. I will never forget that. A five-year-old Riley, 13 years ago, Uh almost to the day, because we were buying some Christmas stocking stuffers, I believe, and uh, a little Riley decided he wanted a bag of dill pickle chips, much Mm. like Robbie. 
Oh, I would, yes. And yes, we said yes. no, no chips. Aw. And he sat down on the floor of the London drugs in the chip uh, aisle and screamed. Right. And screamed and screamed and cried, and I want chips, and I want chips. And I thought, uh-oh, it's finally happened. What do I do? This is a real situation. It was just me and him. It was a showdown. Uh-oh. Huh? Showdown. Uh-oh. Do I buy him the chips to shut him up? Do I grab him, carry him out the store, and go to the car and say, you've ruined everything? Mm-hmm. Or do I let him cry it out? And? I went to my car and left him in London Drugs. No. <laughs> At five years old, you left him? The cries of I want, I want, the spoiled, entitled crying of a St. Albert kid, right, turned into fear of where's my dad, where's my dad? And? Yeah, and then, well, scared him for life, probably. I stayed in my car for what probably felt like an hour. I was probably in there for 30 seconds before I went back in. Mm-hmm. Never cried again in a store. There you go. Never, ever did it again. Did you get the chips, though? No. Really? No chips. Oh, no man. Hard to leave chips behind. No. Because he went from crying what I want to like, oh, my God, where'd Dad go? Right. I was really trying to get his attention. Look, did he leave? Am I Am I an orphan? <laughs> what the hell happened here? I have You no showed idea. him. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard to sit in the car. Yeah. I just think it's different, though, because, you know, in your situation, the kids was, you know, your Riley was wanting something and therefore for a tantrum and has a meltdown. The caller had a meltdown usually. Once they had a turning point, there was no way of coming back. But in this case, that kid just looked exhausted. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just, it was evening time, six to seven already. And I'm like, eh, I, I have. I, I am not so much about, you know, giving your kids quiet down. It's more so much about, you know what, maybe just just call it a day because you cannot be happily shopping, Some you know, if you, you know your kids. Christine, are you a parent? I am. I have okay. two kids. Okay. Yeah. 11 and 8, and that is why I said that. I'm like, you know what, just imagine yourself in that little body. Maybe you just really well, I'll be time to go. Totally honest so. with you. Thank you, Christine. But I'll be totally honest with you guys. The great dill pickle chip uh, London rug tantrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he was crying so loud, I had to get out of there. It was getting annoying. Andreas writes, you instilled abandonment fears on your child. Sure did, right? And to this day, he, he can't be any, Why do you think he's living in the basement there and not go. his own apartment? Oh, huh? oh poor Riley. Hey, whatever works in the moment, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I can't tell you how to parent. You That's know, hard. You know what, Andrea? I respect the fact that you said that to my face. The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. Uh, text message from Jocelyn reads, I went for a date night with my husband and toddler at the time. We went to the sawmill. We walked in. We walked right back out. As soon as we saw the table set up, candles, steak knives, three kids later, we still haven't gone to the sawmill. Well, fair. (laughs) Too fancy? That's awareness, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, This is Laura. Laura had a, uh, has a memory, scarring though it might be, Dylan. Okay. Of dad saying, enough of you two kids driving me crazy. And I had the exact same thing. Go ahead, Laura. Well, when we were kids, uh, I was raised in the 70s by a very strict single dad. And uh, we were fighting in the back of a long, you know, in the vacation when you have to drive long, mm-hmm. in the back of the station wagon, screaming at each other. He had had it. He kicked us out of the station wagon in the middle middle of farmer's field and drove off. Mm -hmm. And we, for like a good half an hour, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he kicked us right out and said, screw it. Mm -hmm. I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Holy, we did not fight after that. He was very strict. 
Exactly. And you know what? We're, we're respectful, respectful adults. My parents loved right. on Sundays going for country drives. I don't know yeah. why. It was just a thing we That's, did. I like that. That's That's nice. I hated every second of no, it because no. my brother would just torture me in the back seat all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Dad would be smoking away with the windows rolled up. Yeah. My oh, brother would too. just be punching me. And and so my dad one day did the exact same thing, Laura. Country road, gravel yeah. road, middle of nowhere, pulled over, yeah. went around, grabbed my brother in what you might say is a bit of a Homer <laughs> Simpson way. Uh-oh. Threw yeah, him yeah. out of the car, grabbed me, threw me out of the car, and yeah. peeled out the dust and gravel shooting everywhere and we exactly. were like oh huh <laughs> what do we do i guess he meant it this time right yeah yeah i don't know do we start to walk do we start to what we do we do did you cry do you remember well i remember um, looking yeah did you cry laura you know what uh, we were just more upset and kind of scared we had we were used to strict dads so we just were sitting there screaming blaming each other and we just yeah. started walking yeah I was like, see? I said to my brother, see what you had to do? Right. Brother, I said, it wasn't yeah. me, it was you. Still fighting. But then, this is where the problem is, right? Sometimes you get a kid that just no bleeps given, right? Mm-hmm. My dad finally came back. I'm sure mom convinced him right. that we can't. That they can't just abandon their children and leave for the rest of their lives. <laughs> so dad finally turned around. I jumped back in the car gleefully. Right. My brother was like, no, I'm not getting in. You don't want me? Fine. Oh, no. And then it caused a real problem again, right? <laughs> then my dad had to apologize to him. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, I come from the era where Dad looked in the back seat, and if one was crying, he'd hit us both. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, that's Laura. A, that's a different time. See you later. Yeah. It is a way different time, right? Yeah. Uh, here's John. Uh, this happened on a on a family vacation, John. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so we uh, were going to I think it was California, San Diego, or something like that. So we're uh, we land, go to uh, Target to pick up some stuff. So I'm walking through the store. Walk in the store, I hear this kid crying, right? It's like, ah, oh, man, this kid's just going at it, just yelling, screaming. And it was far away, so I'm just hearing it. Then I'm, like, walking through the store, and it's getting louder and louder. I'm like, oh, man, this kid's coming by. And then as this kid and woman turn the corner, it's my wife and my kid. And I kid the one for 20 minutes. Oh, no. Oh, get a yeah, handle on yeah. your kid, oh, lady. I know. <laughs> and then you know, I'm just, like, embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I've been, like, you know, just thinking about this kid crying for the last 20 minutes, and here we go. It's my kid. I'm like, okay, we got to get out of here. Go. Hey, it happens to the best of us, right? Oh, that's funny. Unbelievable. Right, Unbelievable. Lo- love you. See you later, John. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I've been fairly lucky, and I think a lot of parents with with kids, you know, my my kids' age or a little younger, have been fairly lucky because of uh, the iPad. Right. The iPad the is ultimate babysitter reduced uh, distracted kids and tantrum kids. Right. Mm-hmm. As soon as they start to freak out, you're like, here, here, watch, watch Peepoo in the Bean. What's that called? Pico in the Bean. Watch and Bino? this stupid thing for a little while. Tupi and Bino. Bino. Tupi Tupi and Bino. Bino. That's what it was. Tupi I don't know. I don't know if they're still watching that. Okay. Right? The beautiful thing about a kid is they can watch the same show 200 times. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And just like, sit there. Mom and dad want to have spaghetti. <laughs> it it old, does change it, right? old spaghetti factory, which is the only place we can go now, thanks to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a sad story. Um, but uh, this is all because, Dylan, you said there's a restaurant somewhere that's now charging a $50 control your kids It's fee. in the States, yeah. yeah. It's a restaurant in the States that have an adult surcharge for adults unable to parent. <laughs> I, mean, it's interesting. I mean, call it anything. Unable to parent is hurtful, right? Yeah. 
I think that's why people are taking offense, although a lot of people are on well, board. Jamie said, I had a lady yell at me at Famoso Pizza for my 12-month-old who was giggling and screaming but wasn't uh, an unhappy scream, just happy and having fun. What? You know what? If some a stranger comes up to you and says, control your kid, I, I don't care how bad my kid is, mm-hmm. I go into defense mode. Right? Oh, for sure. Uh, you can't tell a stranger how to parent a kid without getting, done. like, beat up. Well, and we're getting a lot of people, too, who, like, have kids that are, like, autistic or development concerns. Right. And they're like, you don't know what I'm going through. Absolutely. They haven't been to restaurants in years simply because they don't want to be judged. Right. Yeah. It's too well, bad. yeah, and this restaurant would make you pay $50 surcharge. How dumb would you feel, though, if you walked up to somebody and said, you know what, I'm trying to have a nice dinner. Control your kid. And they're like... He's autistic, and he hasn't been out for dinner, a family dinner, in eight years. You'd be like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Right? The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Hey! Oh, hi! Don't judge me. I try not to. Don't judge me. No, you're going to judge me. I try not to. Wait, I'm going to offset the judgment here. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't know if you'll be able to think about it quickly or not. So take your time. Okay. Thing you most recently learned how to do properly that you didn't know that was the way to do it until now. You're 40 years old, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Robbie, you're 39 years old. Yeah. Anything recently where you're like, oh, 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 and then you felt dumb because you're like, God, I should have known that like 30 years ago. Mm. It just happened to me two minutes ago. It just happened to me. I'm 40, as you pointed out, Dylan, almost 48. Yeah. Next month, forty years old. That I've recently Two minutes out. ago, I just realized that I have been doing something wrong for forty-seven years. Well, I like to think I wasn't playing with it when I was a, ch- a baby. Okay, so maybe what? for like 40, 40 years. What is it? How to use a staple remover? What do you mean you don't know how to do that? So, you know, the staple remover has got the two, like, the little clampy. It looks like a little mouth. Like, ow, 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 yeah. Right? You know the thing I'm talking about? Yeah. That thing? Yeah. What are you stapling? Well, I, I got a bunch of uh, printouts from the stallery. Okay. And I thought Robbie would be interested in some of them. Oh. Because, you know, Robbie's always got an eye on his nutrition and keeping proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot of stuff. We had, a, we had a, like, a, a gazillion appointments yesterday. And right. one of them was about, like, now that my daughter has to adapt to insulin and balance with carbohydrates, et cetera. You know, we did a lot of learning. And even though that my ex, you know, 20-some-odd years ago was diagnosed with, with type 1 diabetes, and we learned that all a long time ago, it was like a refresher course yesterday. And I got a lot of handouts. And I thought, Robbie, you might be interested in this. You're kind of wow. interested in this stuff, right? So I made copies. Yeah. But in order to copy them, I had to remove the staples. Oh, okay. Until two minutes ago. Yeah. I had always used a staple remover. From the front of the staple and just tried to pull it out. Mm. I put the teeth inside the staple, like the the flat, the whole staple, the, yeah. not the points. But right. then you would just rip it. I know. You? And I'm always like, this thing's a piece. Like, they've got to come up with a better way, I would always think. Uh. And it wasn't until two minutes ago, yeah. two minutes ago, yeah. that I realized you take it from the back side, you use the teeth to pull the pokey parts flat and again. And then you pull it out the front. And then you pull it out the front. Yeah. So you have to use it twice, front and back. Well, you, well, you, you can feel- use your hands on the front, ultimately. I, oh. I, I feel like an idiot. I don't want to make you feel like one. Should I, though? Well, that's, 
I don't know. Do you have no, to I'm the same way. For, Why, you did it the same way? I just what? learned out now. I just, I just, figured, just figured that out now. You figured that out now? Yeah. So you've been you trying me. to just yank it out with that's sheer brute force? Yeah. Megan's got a surprised look on her face. Yeah, I had no idea that you that's how you it did it. You've been doing it the same way. Because <laughs> yeah. the staple comes out, it just I mean, rips yeah. the paper. Right. And I've always thought, they've got to come up with a better device to do this. Yeah. Hmm. And I, it was yeah. clearly, it was totally by accident. I just had the papers facing the wrong way. And I went, hey, wait a second. Wait a second. It's the exact perfect length of... Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the right way to do it, right? Well, I'm going right now to a how to use a staple remover <laughs> tutorial. 917-917. Here's Pepper. I never knew that. I, I never knew that. Yeah, no. In the tutorial, they do the back like you're supposed to. Of course. It makes wow. total sense. Right. Yeah. No more struggling. And then you'd, you'd try and use your fingernail sometimes, and you'd poke your finger, ironically. Right. And you'd, you know, you'd, or you'd, you'd be, it'd get underneath your nail or something like that, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Na- none of that now. Because I'd, I'd try and pull it from the front and be like, oh, it's too stubborn. i got to flip it over. And, I, and I'd use my hand on the pokey side. I wouldn't yeah. even use the staple remover on the pokey side mm. until two minutes, four now. Wow. I, I'm just, I'm a little shocked that people didn't know that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I originally I used it in the front the very, very first time, and then I go, like, well, that's dumb because it ripped it. It rips the paper. <laughs> yeah. Then I used it on the back. I was like, oh, okay, figured it out. So you just flipped it and thought, okay. Right? Yeah. It took you two times to learn how to do it. It's taken me 35 years to learn how to Wait, do it. A lot of people or on board. Longer, you yeah? really changed This is one of your biggest changers. Is this a good one? This is one of yours. Well, look at Robbie and Megan are both like, I can't wait to remove staples now. It used to, I used to dread it. Mm-hmm. I used to dread it because I'm picking at it with my nail. And now, mm-hmm. what about the? There used to be the staplers that was only the one. What do you mean? It didn't. Ha- it didn't have like the claw. It was just the one you would go. The and- staple remover. Yeah, well, so I'm not that familiar one with that device. Yeah, it was just yeah. If you you, it's just like a single. But that would that would just rip it probably. How you feeling right now, Robbie? I'm just, I'm just scouring the internet for more of these. <laughs> things, are, are you finding more things I should have known? Uh, not yet. It just just random like, stuff. Dylan, but. you know how much I love office stationery. Yeah, this and is I it. didn't know that. This says that's hilarious. I use this a million times a day. I figured it out only about three years ago. Right. Yeah, I mean, I this it's a good one though because it doesn't rip the pages. Yeah, you just get two tiny little holes. And then you can just re-put it in right into those holes. For my entire life, I've been thinking, who's what idiots are working at the staple remover company and thinks they've solved the problem? And you're the idiot that was using it. Exactly. Wrong. I'm sorry to hear and that. And I walked from the photocopier in the, the old stationary station, or just stationary, and <laughs> I walked in great shame into right? the room. And I'm feeling a little bit vindicated that Robbie and Megan and so many others now listening are saying, I thought the same thing. There's at least seven text messages. You're the best seven ever. Right? There you go. <laughs> so now I ask you, I've given you time to think about it. Have you discovered anything just like I know Sloppy Joe's was brand Sloppy new to Joe's your life? Sloppy Joe's was now. my biggest one and a cross breeze recently. Those are the only two I can think of. But nothing that you've like, oh my God, I've been doing this the wrong way my entire life. No, which means I'm probably doing a lot of things still wrong. <laughs> you haven't realized that's the problem. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Can you find anything else? Not really. Not really. No. Things like the, the the bottom drawer of the oven is used not for, for an oven warmer. Yeah, to warm things. Yeah. Stuff like that. No one it, uses it as a warmer. No one. There are Dylan? people during Thanksgiving that would use it during a warmer. Everybody for, puts their cookie sheets in there, right? Okay. I don't know. I mean, probably. But it's Do you use to your, your warm drawer? On your, I don't oh, have one. Oh, you don't have one? No, no. All right. 
Hmm. But this one's good. This one, finally, you came up with one that are good. That is good. Sorry. See, and I was hesitant to even bring it up. No. No, no, a lot of people it's good are to know like these shocked. little things, right? These little hacks, people love them. I've really helped some people today. Yeah. 917-917 if you have one like that. We might call you names, though. <laughs> yeah, just admit it. Right? I was fully ready to be called stupid and an idiot. Not here today. Not now. Not know that. And I'm not. And I feel great about myself now. Good. You should. Thank you, Dylan. A lot of people saying it's a good hack. Oh, someone says I have one, a good hack. I wonder what it is. Oh, okay. I don't know. Wait, hang on. I'm Where excited. Okay. Well, here, we'll, we'll just phone them. They, they, gonna... Yeah, they just gave their number. They're ready. Is 825 long distance or is that the no, new one? No, I think one? that's the new one that's in the new, uh, one? Okay, the new yeah. one in Edmonton. We got a new one. Mm. We also stopped using dashes on phone numbers. You notice that? And that's hard on the eyes. Oh, can't figure it out for the there life of me. Yeah. We need more dashes in life. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. Hey, what's Hi. your hack? On on power tools and when you have to plug in the cord, mm-hmm. and there's a little loop. There's always a little, like a little hook, like a little loop on the power tool so you can... Um, you plug in your cord, and then you loop the extension cord th- through the hook. So it doesn't unplug. So it doesn't unplug. Right. Yes. The thing is, I've always known that because I used to drywall, but I recently remarried, and my new husband was trimming the hedge, and I came out, and he's using hand clippers, and I'm like, what What happened? He says, well, this stupid thing doesn't work. I'm like, why? Yeah. He says, it just the plug, it just keeps coming out, and I'm like, Oh. You don't know I the said, loop. I said, can I try it? <laughs> and I just did it. And oh, you showed him. You didn't have to show him up. Like, <laughs> like, this is like life-changing for me, and we're 50, so. I'm a, see, I'm afraid of power tools, so I don't really know much about this. Mm-hmm. I, I hire people to but do my cutting. super handy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some people just don't know. Yeah, thank you for that. That is a good one. Thank you. Did you but know the staple remover thing? <laughs> did you Did you know the staple remover one? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, thank you. you This one is, I love this one, and I don't know, I just learned this one maybe three years ago, Uh but uh, to use your drill and a scrubby brush on the end of it to, like, clean things, like to clean the bottom of a pot, get your drill out. How badly (laughs) do you need? (laughs) You burn something on, and you're scrubbing with your hand, you're a fool. I can see it, like, inside the oven. Oh, sure. Work. Yeah. Like absolutely. a power drill with it. That's what, do so, they yeah. make an attachment for it, or you got to kind of put it together you yourself? put it together, but it's not hard. Really? I'm sure there are attachments well, Scrub daddies, that's where they would come in handy. Oh, by the way, thanks again yeah. for scrub daddies. I don't know how I lived without scrub daddies. Really? Oh, You're that? God. They are Mommy, good. Right? Yeah. Megan, Very how much good. is your mom using the scrub daddies that Dylan brought in? Every single Swear day. Swear by them. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should buy some. Best. I'll bring. Oh, yeah. I, you gave me 20, 10 of them. I'll bring one in for you. Okay, let's see what they're about. So staples. Yeah, a lot of people... Very happy about that this hey, morning. Man, you'll never poke your finger again. Thank you for that. Oh, my daughter didn't hear that part. Oh, uh, the diabetes uh, and the finger. Uh, the Pepper and Dylan Show podcast.